This SEC college football preview edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted barlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $500 risk-free sports bet. Just download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap. America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's propswap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up at underdogfantasy.com with promo code SGPN and receive a free $25 entry to use in Best Ball Mania 2 for a chance to win $1 million. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app in the App Store or Google Play Store. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi State, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan, real money Kramer. What's happening? Kram dog. Well, you know, I don't want to say it's an upgrade or a downgrade, but uh, good to, good to have an old friend back in the studio. <laughs> uh, filling in for Katie Mox, Colby, Dan, AKA the Danta base. What's happening? Colby. Good eye, Mike. How are you? Yeah, Katie, hot. Katie doesn't do the yeah. whole uh, "I'm picked Dundee from the land down under." That's what I'm saying, does she have Can't a mega shark them. play of the day? It's probably a little. Know, we'll have to ask. It's her. probably a little confusing for Colby. We haven't had that conversation with him about how he's been uh, replaced. See, but I, I just need. I think the problem is, is you guys just you went for the talent. If I just show this side of my face, this is my good side. Right. If I get this no, on camera, Colby, I feel like I could be there. Right, Colby. You're you're the only talent that matters right now. Okay, that's the talent we uh, we got here today. Yesterday we did a uh, NFL futures. Now we are launching a college football preview series, breaking mm. it down conference by conference. As you heard in the intro, we're talking about the greatest football conference in America. S E. It is C. S E. See, Colby rocking an Auburn jersey. Colby, whose whose jersey is that? Damian Craig, War Eagle, baby. Damian Craig spent some time with the Carolina Panthers and the Washington Redskins. Sean, we got to get a uh, we got to get a Auburn uh, Bo Jackson jersey. That would be pretty awesome. And we got to get a Mississippi State jersey because, of course, Hale State. Right, Ryan. Come on, we have all these fucking cowbells laying around all over the office. How do we not have one in the office mm, mm. in the studio when we're doing the uh, sec preview, Colby, please, uh, please have a uh, have the intern AKA Patty C <laughs> send in one, please send in a cowbell. Cause we're talking S E C college football. And oh man, listen to that music. Saturdays are right around the corner. Week zero nipping at the heels. And now uh, we're going to be talking wind totals. Prop bets, a little bit of everything, of course. 
You can bet it all over at WYNNBET.com. Head over there, download the app, and get that $500 risk free sports bet. Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. They're all live with the WinBet app. Again, download the WinBet app or visit WYNNBET.COMLFG. Shout out to uh, Patty C delivering the cowbell for the Hale State SEC preview. Let's go. Now now it's official. We got the cowbell ready to go, ready to talk SEC win totals. Of course, Colby is doing a deep dive preview in every one of these goddamn college football teams. 130 episodes. Colby, how, how deep are you in right now? Oh, I could see the end of the road, man. I could see the end of the road in the beginning. I don't, I mean, 24 days away from the season. Uh, you guys had to have me relax. You know, can, can I, I need I ab- downers. I need downers right now, Sean. Uh, <laughs> Colby, let me apologize for you, uh, for the Vandy heads out there that we, Colby is going to maybe give a take out on Vanderbilt before you've heard the Vanderbilt that's preview. True. Wow. Spoiler so, alert. But that's only really fitting sorry. because we had a Vandy, a current student at Vanderbilt come to me and Sean's comedy show last yeah. night. So, and we were yeah. we were trying to compliment her, going like, "Oh, Vanderbilt, her? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, f- Not a fan of the podcast. <laughs> no, that's, it. it was it was it was an interesting mix because we got a group. It was six uh, girls from Pakistan that found the show online that came and showed up, and then a group of like three random dudes that were from Pittsburgh. So it was Pittsburgh and Pakistan representing the comedy show, Sounds- and they both they both loved it, Ryan. So we're we're bringing cultures together here, <laughs> and uh, doing the same thing with the gambling here. Let's fucking go. Oh, I, oh, what I did say to the woman who was from Vanderbilt, we're like, Oh, that's a great school. You have to be really mm-hmm. smart to go to Vanderbilt. And then I followed it up with, well, Jay Cutler got in. <laughs> wow. I don't know if the woman had ever heard of Jay Cutler. <laughs> they didn't get my Nick Foles reference. I'll tell you that. So I don't know how much they follow, follow the league. Can't, can't speak to their USC grad students. All uh, nice. Uh, like the sand yeah. through the hourglass. These are the days <laughs> of our league. All right, let's do it. Talking SEC win totals, Georgia. I, I think we go start with the. Uh, we might want to pause for a second. Moonoff in the chat. Shout out to Moonoff. Uh, Terrell also checking in, but Moonoff was very intrigued by the uh, the talk of Pakistani <laughs> girls. So perhaps perhaps we'll have you'll have to slide into Sean's DMs later, Moonoff. <laughs> they're too. They're probably too young for you, Moonoff. <laughs> All right, let's get to it. Georgia win total. We'll start there, work our way down, and then uh, head over to the other side of the conference. Georgia ten and a half is the number over minus one thirty, under plus one ten, minus four fifty to win the uh, division, plus two hundred to win the entire conference. Got some make uh, miss on the playoff, plus one seventy to make it, minus one twenty or minus two twenty to miss it, plus six hundred to win it all. Kramer, I'll let you start. Oh. What, do you, what are your ta- what are your takes on the uh, dogs here? I mean, aren't aren't they the? Isn't this the team that can disrupt the playoff this year? Isn't this the team that fits the model of having enough of those blue chip players? Right, it's north of the fifty percent blue chip ratio. Uh, they they sit on the other side of the 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 conference, so obviously. Uh, if you're going to be an SEC team and you want to get out of the conference, good to be on the other side. Uh, but and they have the quarterback, right? Like they finally have the guy. Um, Sean shaking his head, maybe doesn't believe he nope. has he is the guy. And they have the the showcase game week one, 
if you're ever going to want to catch Clemson, I, I think they probably have, I don't, I haven't looked uh, Colby, but I assume the returning starters edge is to Georgia. Um, uh, the thing it might be close because Clemson's whole defense is back, but uh, it just—I mean, to to me, uh, you, you sit, you look at a win total when it's ten and a half, and you look at the team, you look at the schedule, and you're like, well, of course, uh, I shouldn't like the over, but I kind of do. Yeah, I don't know. I like Georgia this year. I mean, Georgia has always been the team that we're. Uh, you can start talking, Colby, but Georgia has always been the team. That like this is their year, right? What did Phil Steele, Steele say, or maybe it was Randy uh, Cross? Randy Cross. Well, yeah, Phil, yeah, it's yeah, been yeah. their year for yeah. a lot of years coming now. Uh, and he, so he did. Phil did like them uh, week one catching three and a half or four at well, not at Clemson. It's a neutral uh, site game uh, against going up against Clemson. I'm Kramer. I'm I'm the opposite. You know, I, I maybe I'll take them uh, week one against Clemson to surprise them, but. You know, I, I'm more of the narrative of th- this team says it's always the year. And I did a little deep dive on JT Daniels, just watching every, uh, watching some of the highlights, watching his footwork, not, not buying it, not as bad as Case Keenum and his run, but I, I'm just not in on the JT Daniels hype. I think they got two losses at least on this schedule. Where? Where? I'm just, that's at the problem. Florida. That Florida's uh, at that's home. A neutral that's site. a neutral yeah. site. Okay. We're, we're, we're at against Florida. At Auburn. Like, so if you're betting under here, you're betting that they either lose at Auburn or they, they lose to Florida. Well, they only have three 50 50 games, and, and I don't even know if 50 50 And that, counts. that's why yeah. it's so, like, yeah. yeah. To me, I, I the football outsiders like them to go under with 10, but that's normal for them to like a, a high total mm. to go under. Fellow smart. Uh, to me, again, I think there's just way there's more versions of the season where you you are going to win uh, than lose here. I think it's going to be tough for them to lose that second game. Honestly, don't underestimate their ability to blow this. I mean, I'm taking under. 10 we'll and talk a half. about Auburn later, I they, but I think maybe they can still get into the playoff, but I, and and win this side of the SEC maybe. But I, I don't know. Under ten and a half, it's too high for this Georgia team. Colby, are you on the over? I'm all over the over here. Crazy, uh, you guys are crazy. Heather Dinich minus uh, one thirty. So you know you're on the score former, side. Uh, former ACC beat. Yeah, uh, well, she, she brings Heather, up a good Heather point. Dinich. She said the SEC East is the worst division in all of Power Five football. Um, and I, I think you can make that argument. I don't think it's that crazy because Vanderbilt's breaking in a new coach. South Carolina's breaking in a new coach. Uh, you know, Kentucky couldn't, they couldn't do anything offensively a season ago. Missouri was five and five with a brand new coach, you know, dr- with Drinkowitz. I, I just think that this whole conference is, is kind of a they, question mark with the exception of the yesterday drawing Auburn, but even Auburn has a new coach. And to so, your point about them having very few games that will even be competitive outside of that Florida game, that at Auburn game and that Clemson game, they are, or they're massive. Like they're not just like a touchdown favorite. They're massive favorites. If they beat Clemson week one, you cast your ticket in my opinion. Cause I don't see yeah. them. I, I don't see them losing to both Auburn and Florida. They're going to beat. I think they're going to beat both personally. Cause Florida, I don't think is yeah. very good this year. UAB is a live dog. <laughs> well, knowing Georgia's history, man, what was it a couple of years ago when South Carolina beat him with like their third string quarterback? I, I just, again, JT Daniels to me, just watching, rewatching some of his film. I, I just don't see neg, it. neg the quarterback the SEC East though, man, Tennessee, South Carolina, but, but Colby, Kentucky, all you have to say Vandy, is they're all trash. Even if you guys are making a good case. Even the if schedule. he doesn't just, turn out to be the number one recruit five-star guy that he is, 
He's still the best guy that Georgia's had by a wide margin in a, in some time. His so. health is concerning though, because this is a guy that gets dinged up a lot. But and I, the defense I, yeah. will be great. So I mean, they they could probably they're probably going to flirt with this even if even if his quarterback play is mediocre, and that's kind of why I like the upside of taking. We spent way too much time talking about one team. We did <laughs> Florida. We did. <laughs> Their win total sitting at nine over plus one hundred five under minus one twenty five plus four hundred on the division, sixteen hundred on the conference. Make the playoff twelve hundred miss minus three thousand to win it all forty to one. Colby kick things off. Uh, chop chop under all day. Yeah, under yeah. all day. Wow, they replaced too off. much. This defense was horrible last year. They get Can't Alabama across division. College. So they get Alabama across division. We know they play Georgia. That's two losses right there. And guess what? They also play at LSU. Uh, that's a very tough place to play. Remember last year LSU struggled, but they didn't have fans. With fans, it's one of the, very the, the dangerous, like the most dangerous places to play at in the country. Kentucky, don't sleep oh, on that. And, game. and how about this one? Uh, November twentieth. It's going to be cold in Columbia, Missouri. Yeah. At Missouri, they're not winning that. All right, uh, I, I, this is a safe play here. This is a safe play because essentially you have Alabama and and Georgia, and, and I think at LSU for sure losses those three. So can they? Will they? Will they sputter one more time somewhere there? I think at Kentucky's dangerous. I think, uh, you know, at Missouri, at Kentucky, even, uh, you know, call me crazy, but I mean, this defense was so crazy. bad. You're not crazy. Why, why couldn't, uh, you know, South Carolina upset them? Or Sean, something? don't you remember DFS and playing against Florida and, and, and oh, the, I, I know, they but lost I, their I'm, quarterback. I'm high on, I'm high on Dan Mullen. They lost uh, Kadarius Tony. I think the number is <laughs> Kyle right. Pitts. Yeah. yeah, no, they lost Kyle Pitts and Kyle Trask, but you could argue Dan Mullen and his offense got the most out of a guy like Kyle Trask and they, their defense struggled uh, last year, but they're bringing back uh, 72% of their starters mm. and Ryan as an advanced metric guy, of course, our close personal friend, Phil Steele, three close losses, zero close regression wins. Candidate. This team is actually due for regression. The most improved rush offense in the off season. Mm. I, I think Florida is a sneaky play to win this side of the division. So I'm going over nine here. I think they steal a win uh, against Georgia and I think they get to 10 wins, probably a push at nine, but I'm, I'm going over Kramer. I'm, I'm assuming you're with the square side here and, and, and taking a minus one twenty five on you, the under, I'm going to take you a step further upset alert. All right. We're going to be in Vegas, September 11th Ooh. at South Florida with Alabama on deck. That is a look at, at the spot. swamp. The Bulls, big big number there. What big, do you think that line? No, no, is? It's, not, it's not in the swamp. It's at the uh, the no, Buck no, no. Stadium, Bama. The next week oh, is at the oh, swamp. Okay. Yeah. On the road against South Florida. I don't have the number. I'm sure Colby has it memorized. Uh, maybe, <laughs> I don't know. The week that's too a long. long. That's, go, that's if, a big number if, though. If, South Florida uh, was trash. Last I'm year. sure someone yeah. in the chat can post the number. I'm gonna th- I'm gonna throw that out there. I'm with Colby. Uh, we're we're going under here all day. I do think it's too much uh, to replace. I think Trask was a pretty, you know, we like to call him trash last year. I know he was your preseason Heisman. Well, and, he, and he had a real run. I'm, I'm saying, I think it was less Trask and more the system and Dan Mullen. I, I, I like Dan Mullen as a coach. I really don't like that. They have Alabama so early in the season where they like, if they get absolutely rolled there, that could be a tough, tough stretch of games. All right. Let's Missouri go. win total sitting at seven over minus one fifteen under minus one Oh five. 1600 to win the division, 45 to 1 to win the SEC. Colby kick things off here. I love the over here. I mm. think there's a I think there's a decent shot. A decent shot of them uh, starting out 6 and 0 and potentially 8 and 0. 
because just say the coach's name, uh, Eli Drinkwitz. Oh, right, a, it's a great name. Look at this out the gate though. Central Michigan, that's a win. Then at yeah. Kentucky, uh, okay, maybe that's a bit of a fifty-fifty game. Uh, I would still say Missouri is slightly better than Kentucky right now. Southeast Missouri, after that, that's a win. At BC, little dangerous, sleepy game, but just I would sleeping. favor I would favor Missouri. Tennessee, we but, know they but, they're not very good. Uh, North Texas, definitely not very good. And then A and M, you say, well, but A and M has to come to Columbia and get this. If you're six and zero and you're getting A and M, and guess what? A and M's got Bama the week before. You ever seen the record of teams? <laughs> yeah. The week after playing we Alabama, we like fading teams. Then so. they get a bye week, and then at Vanderbilt, just that alone, and then they still have South Carolina and Arkansas on the schedule. This schedule breaks nice. Relay Drinkowitz. I like their freshman quarterback a season ago. Give me, well, the, give me. Are, the are you worried about Missouri and all their close wins last year? The schedule breaks well, but this I, is how you I, explain that. What that's a great point, Sean. I'm glad you brought it up because no, no, no listen. Okay. What was what what, what was uh, last year for for uh, we, for Eli year one? Year one, no spring COVID, ball. No weird. spring ball. And, Couldn't get his and, offense going. Started the wrong quarterback to start for, yeah, the season. For much of the season, yeah. you have a freshman quarterback. So I, you know, they they didn't get a bit. I lucky. like I like uh, Connor uh, Bazelak, <laughs> SEC freshman of the year. The, I, I think he gets it done. The progression. Fills in the gap of that regression. No, I mean Sean. that's that was the one that was the one Over. point I had on the under. I, I'm with you guys. I, I think uh, I like the quarterback again to be named SEC Freshman of the Year and to get that many starts as a freshman and look pretty solid. Again, rewatching the film, I felt good with what he had. So yeah, I'm 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 with you guys. Let's make it a clean sweep C- on the circle over. that week two game if you're a Missouri Tiger fan because if you can beat Kentucky there early SEC matchup. That they could really be a player in this conference. Like they could, they could, like if Georgia sputters against Auburn or Florida, like Sean's predicting, Missouri could actually be the, the beneficiary on that. They absolutely have the potential to be the weird road trip in the SEC. Definitely, it's the only cold l- location. Yeah, Kentucky sitting at seven wins, minus one twenty-five, plus one hundred five uh, on the under. 18 to one to win the uh, division, a 55 to one to win the conference. It's a minus 125 on the over. I assume that means you're taking the over, right, Kramer, Kentucky? Yeah. What do you like about this Kentucky team? Well, uh, first of all, early reports, tons of sharp money. Really, it's a schedule thing. I, you know what I did with these teams? You just look at the schedule. Are you doing Colby's thing where you just take every uh, every over? Am I am I on every no? I, would, I have an under and two overs, three overs. Uh, don't worry, more unders to come. But if you look at if you j- just go down the schedule, and, and again, I think I think with Kentucky, uh, y- you like the you like the spots. Colby, do you have? Oh, there you go. You you like the schedule because you're catching the you know the games you might look at as an interesting coin flip at home, and you're catching some of the the, the games on the road that maybe you're not going to win anyway. And then you have games like Vanderbilt on the road. So I think absolutely this is one of the better coach teams uh, in the conference. Fun fun fact about Stoops and his contract. Did you know, Sean? If he wins seven games in a season, his contract auto extends a year. Wow. Which is so easy when you so, have New Mexico State and Chattanooga and well, ULM. Yeah. <laughs> the number is seven. I know I'm not losing because I know he's going to get that <laughs> extension at 2027. Uh, each year comes with a raise, too. I'm on the under. Seven uh, wins. You just have to go above 500. Plus 10 <laughs> on the turnover margin for Kentucky. I, I think that carried him last year, only bringing back 12 starters. And again, I'm higher on uh, some of these. Uh, He's I'm got higher kids on, to feed, Sean. <laughs> I'm I'm on the under. You don't think he wants to extend? I think that they're contract? I think they're a six and six team. 
Colby, where are you at? Uh, this is one of the harder plays. I feel like in the whole conference, I'm going to take the over and uh, just basing it off of Will Levis being the starter, Penn State transfer. They couldn't throw the forward pass last year. Yeah, what, what happened? What, to, I thought uh, Nick uh, Scalzo was the leader <laughs> out of the clubhouse. Uh, there's Joey Gatewood. I don't know. I mean, look, uh, <laughs> I, it, I think it's going to be Will Levis, the Penn State transfer. Um, but regardless, questions they, at the quarterback. Position. They don't have a. Uh, they got better at quarterback from last season, but they don't have back-to-back away games. They do have a brutal three-game stretch of Florida, LSU, and at Georgia, which they would never do to the elite teams in the SEC. But um, uh, I just think they're right around there. They're right around there. And uh, gun to my head, give me the over because I do think Florida's down, and I think LSU is beatable. In Lexington, they you guys Florida are six and, and two LSU. on the over. Yeah. Moving over to Tennessee, win total sitting at six, over plus one hundred, under minus one twenty, uh, twenty two to one to win the division, seventy five to one to win the conference. Least experienced team in the SEC. They lost twenty five players yeah. in the transfer portal. Although they get three non conference games where they're going to be big favorites. I'm going under on on the on the volunteers here. I know it's only six, but um, yeah, I don't. I, you can't lose that many players and be that inexperienced. It's another rebuilding no. year for Tennessee. Am I wrong, Colby? Uh, I'm gonna side with you, man. But I, I will say, I think it's the easiest ske- out of conference schedule of anyone in the. Well, power yeah, that's five. what I'm saying. They have three non-conference games where well, they're, and then you mix that with the SEC East being pretty down. There's a lot of games that like I'm taking them to uh, to beat South Carolina. They could win at Kentucky, even though I'm taking Kentucky. I mean, it, I mean, I had them five and seven, but I, you can make a case with this is this is such an easy schedule that they could win seven or eight games. But I just don't think that the team is there yet. They're installing a new offense, new defense. Those bags of McDonald's cash ha, ha, haven't gotta, paid off yet. You got to look really hard to find seven wins. I, really? I, how about this? Hear me out here. Okay. Bowling Green, Pitt. Pitt is a classic team. That will beat Alabama or Clemson, this but, but lose team, to. It, it's just the program is a dumpster fire right now. I'm like, just saying, like to me, to you cannot say in. Pitt loses to Duke often. Tennessee could beat Pitt in Knoxville, I, right? I I still like Pitt's chances, but I'm saying they could start out three and zero. They then you have kind of fifty fifty games like South Carolina and Ole Miss in Knoxville are winnable. They're very winnable, and then Kentucky. Winnable, and then you still have South Alabama and Vanderbilt. This is a genius schedule for a team that's good, that's looking like it's not very. I, I good. think they can they can get a couple conference wins, maybe. I'm on I, I the think, under still. I think I, I think maybe you push here. I the the path to seven is impossible for me under. I'm on the under too, I, I, but is, I, I I just think that schedule is really nice. Too. If yeah. you're any college football fan, can see that Tennessee's program is fucked. Oh, up th- right but now. this is the team though that traditionally you'll see happen. Like one it, of these SEC teams will make a bowl, and you're like contra- that team's not good. Yeah, it's a contrarian yeah. play for sure. The under, you think? No, the. Oh, oh, you're going over Colby saying that they could go over. I'm not going over. I'm going I'm, under. Yeah. I'm just saying like that schedule is He was, he is was making the case yeah. and I'm saying it's certainly a contrarian play to go over game re, re, recapping the podcast for Sean. <laughs> no, well, <laughs> well, Colby Shane picked, Beamer in the Colby game. picked <laughs> the under and then made all these points for the over. Well, I mean, that it's, schedule is ridiculous, right? But I mean, it's not unreasonable to be somewhat confused <laughs> where he's going with it. All right. Southeast, sorry, South Carolina Gamecocks. Win totals at four, over plus one ten, under minus one thirty, eighty to one to win it all, two hundred to one to win the conference. Colby, tell me why the uh, Gamecocks are going over this year. I like the over too because, well, 
once again, I mean, well, they, they do have to play at ECU, which we know is a loss. Uh, they're <laughs> one and one in their last two in Greenville. Um, they need that one for the over, I think. Well, look, Eastern Illinois. Very good defensive line, Gamecocks. They have a nice running back too, uh, Kevin Harris. But uh, Eastern Illinois was one of the worst teams in the FCS. So that game is a for sure win. Should never be scheduled. They should be ashamed for scheduling that. <laughs> then you have th- then you have Troy in Columbia, which is winnable. So and then Vandy, you you pencil those three in there. We know they lose at ECU, right? Then uh, <laughs> I'm being funny, you, but the ECU one is winnable. Well, I, I was gonna say you've already gotten them there because they pro they they probably win the ECU game. But th- the, after that, there's no other. They could beat Auburn. They beat Auburn at home last year. It, it it's it's Shane Beamer. So of course I'm taking the over. He will be channeling the great Frank Beamer, and they will find a way to not only beat East Carolina, but to to. I think you're right. I think they they beat East Carolina, they beat Troy, and they get Vanderbilt, and that gets you to four. So you're pushing. You got to get one more. No, no, no. It's not ECU. It's Eastern Illinois, uh, Troy, Tennessee, Vandy. There you go. And ECU. And then they upset somebody. Auburn. All right. We like Shane Beamer. Yeah, now, this is this is a coach in play. This and is some a, of the schedule. This is, a, this is a transition job as he prepares to take over at Virginia Tech for Justin Fuente. <laughs> Bottom of the East, Vanderbilt setting at the lowest win total, three and a half over plus one hundred five, under minus one twenty five, two hundred to one to win the division, five hundred to one to win the conference. I I'm all over the over three and a half. Lock it up for Vanderbilt. <laughs> Two double regression. First off, they had four close losses versus zero close wins. That's a four uh, net close loss uh, difference there, and minus ten on the turnover margin. Two factors, which just means this Vandy team are gonna pull out a, a couple wins. All they need to do to get to four is, or all Sean, they need to do to Sean, hit is to get to four. Sean's gonna be sweating out that UConn game Saturday, October second. <laughs> that is gonna be a sweat. I, I think uh, they they lose they they go to Colorado State. That's a loss, and that's gonna be a Eastern loss. Eastern Tennessee State. Let's go. <laughs> they got that. That's well, actually a decent FCS. <laughs> yeah. UConn at home. Yes, let's go. The, uh, yeah, Tennessee. I mean, they're five and five keep, in their last ten with Tennessee. So hunting. I mean, that's yeah. I guess it's tough I, when I actually look at the schedule. I'm but going, Kentucky at home. And let's shame go. on the SEC Sh- for the being world. being proud of a team that's a thousand to one to win the national championship. <laughs> <laughs> thousand to one. You don't need all the. You're teams. right. I stopped reading those. All right. So Ryan, you're going to say under three and a half. Yeah. I, really though, like Lay, I think you're on the negative juice on most of these. Do FYI. they? Yeah, that's that's where the smart people are at. The market's becoming <laughs> the efficient. Uh, at, at what point does Vanderbilt just cu- quietly leave the football conference? Like when it's a thirty-two team power would, conference? Would someone notice if Vanderbilt <laughs> yeah. left uh, in baseball? They would. <laughs> they would certainly. Um, All right, I'm on the under. Uh, yeah. I think they lose at Colorado State. They might be able to pull an upset against Stanford because Stanford's ridiculous no. with their schedule. Stanford's co- that's their third road game in a row. Coming Vander, into that. Vanderbilt's not not there yet. Um, but no, I'm on the under. I'm on the under here. I think it's a pretty safe under. Pretty safe. Yeah. All right, we're gonna hit the. Uh, I, I I think you guys are you guys are beating up on Vanderbilt for no reason. We're gonna hit the West in just a section in a second. But uh, of course, want to shout out PropSwap.com, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Football season, it's here. Let's fucking go. 
Oh man. Again, with prop swap, it's great. You don't need to win. You just uh, need your ticket to improve in odds in order to make money. For example, you get down on Vanderbilt three and a half. They win a cup start out two and zero. all of a sudden that Vanderbilt <laughs> over ticket is skyrocketed in value and or, or uh, NFL take it, take a couple shot on some of these long shots to win the super bowl, like Atlanta Falcons, 80 to one. Maybe they start off pretty hot. And again, great time to uh, unload the ticket. The average seller on prop swap makes over $500 per month. That's crazy. Just listing and selling tickets. Again, you don't, you just need to know how to play the market. You don't even need to have amazing picks. And again, uh, when making these bets, feel free to go for two, meaning get two tickets so you can sell one and uh, keep the sweat because you're a hashtag. Hashtag Dejans only. Get started today. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. Kramer, let's talk about Paramount Plus. All right. I was going to give you a quick one before I throw it to Paramount press. I, I did enjoy how you were like uh, giving a slight nag to people who might play the market versus making good picks. All right. <laughs> quick, quick moment to talk about Paramount plus it, the summer of soccer continues on Paramount plus stream over 2000 soccer matches a year from around the world. That's all the heart pounding drama from CBS sports, including UEFA champions league, Europa league, Italy, Italy's Syria, a Argentina's Primera Division, the Brasiliaro, NWSL, the Asian Football Confederation, and the CONCACAF qualifiers featuring the stars from the US and Mexican men's national teams, plus much, much more. It's the best of the beautiful game with all the beautiful names like Messi, Mbappe, Ronaldo, Rapino, and Pulisic. Be part of the excitement as champions are crowned and history is made. The world's game lives here. On Paramount Plus, visit Paramount Plus to start your free trial and stream every match live. I like that music. Yeah, getting you, getting you psyched up for some soccer action. <laughs> Magic Man Blanco checking out. Do they checking, know it's football season coming <laughs> up? Just checking, checking in on the YouTube live stream. What's up, my guys? Oh man, been a minute since I got in on one of these. What's the thoughts on my Oregon mm. Ducks this year? Well, you you have to check out the Pac-12 <laughs> preview that's coming up. But Colby, give him some early thoughts on uh, Oregon. Uh, I, th- I took them on the over, but uh, uh, yeah, I think they're they'll be in a decent position to play for the Pac-12 championship. They uh, they avoid USC, so that's always good. So uh, yeah, I think I, the, the the college experience Oregon Duck preview mm. is out, my man. Yeah, Check make sure out. you subscribe yeah. to that legal oh, bag. The college experience legal bag dropping is going to be a uh, a forte. Oh, look at Oregon. 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 Yeah. Isn't Nike just going to become a dominant team <laughs> yeah, because they had yeah. they already had all that Nike money, which they had to you know the painstaking process of washing it, but they still. <laughs> but now they can be out in the open. I mean, come yeah. on, are you fucking kidding me? Definitely. Not Definitely. kidding you. All right, let's do it. Alabama win total sitting at 11 and a half. You're getting plus odds on the over at plus 105, under minus 125, minus 425 to win the SEC West, minus 165 <laughs> to win the conference, minus 370 to make the college football playoffs, plus 260 to miss the college football playoffs. And two, this is insane. Plus 250 to win the college football championship. That is. <laughs> That is crazy. It's yeah, a seven-point dog on Saturday. I mean, come on. It, it's it, it's uh it's bizarre. Colby, I'll let you get started. Win total eleven and a half. 
Essentially, are they going to go undefeated or not in the regular season? I'm going to take the under just because I think they're a waste. Well, first off, they get back to back away games for the first time in six years. And, uh, and, and uh, <laughs> if you look at it, at Florida, at AM, at uh, Stark Vegas, and at Auburn, yeah. normally they lose at Auburn. I feel like traditionally when they've been playing Malzon, Malzon's magic would somehow work. Malzon's gone. But I just feel like one of those, they're more liable to slip up. That's a, those are four tough road games. So I, I'm just going to say well, and, one and, of them are going to pull the and upset. Especially at Auburn, if you look at the games before that, New Mexico State at home, Arkansas at home, like yeah, they're going to be in just totally, you know, looking ahead to, to that. I don't know uh, if you know this, but New Mexico State officially joined the SEC as well. You saw they were on Kentucky's schedule the week before. <laughs> this is a team that lost by 27 to Tarleton State, Division II school jumping to the FCS in the spring. So glad to see the SEC challenging <laughs> it themselves. It truly is a super yeah. conference with yeah. New Mexico State. Exactly, exactly. Maybe at, at Mississippi yeah. State, our, our boy what? Coach Leach surprises them. <laughs> What's the SEC going to do when they can't schedule? Schedule these. That, know. You know, you, you laugh, but we're they're gonna need. There's gonna be this like wave of bad teams that get brought into the SEC just to be beaten. Well, up they already game. are. I feel like you saw UConn on Vandy's schedule. New Mexico State. You see Akron look, and Bowling Green out there. Look with Bama. I I may have said that Bama is gonna go undefeated again earlier in the off season, yeah. but I I think you got to take the under. I think they're gonna lose a game. Yeah. I, I I'm even like at what point. Do we have to pump the brakes on the quarterback situation? Like, do we worry at all that having uh, all of this financial, um, you know, influx <laughs> guys like of, a millionaire even before he starts a game are, for are, Alabama? Are we worried that might have a slight effect? I mean, Mac Jones walked into a great situation a lot, obviously, to replace. You know, you can make the case with a lot of the teams at the top that well, there, it, there's there's a bit to replace, and and you know, with some of the teams that are getting the benefit of having the guys come back, and don't forget. He brought in Bill O'Brien. Always like to fade Bill O'Brien. So uh, <laughs> there's true. an opportunity to lose one game because he brought in Bill O'Brien. They lose one game. That that's it, Bill O'Brien is enough to swing the line himself. <laughs> a couple of interesting stats here. They 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 have an offensive tackle Evan Neal, six seven, <laughs> three hundred and sixty pounds. They got three returning starters. It's one of those things where their line is so good. I think you can really put anything out there. And I I agree. Young is a complete wild card. I'm gonna stay on the under at eleven and a half. But they're returning eighty percent of their defense, so there's a world where their defense was kind of the weakness, if there was a weakness last year on that team. But that defense has probably gotten better. I agree. I mean, I am I am not advising my clients to really play this one, but I'm saying if Ooh. I have to, yeah, we have I to have pick all these. To, yeah, uh, uh, this is a. a there's just uh, they're either going to be eleven and one or twelve and zero. I don't, I don't see there's a case. I don't think there's a case for 10 and two. I really don't. There was a, I was reading the football outsiders and they do these like statistical projections and the statistical projection on their advanced modeling of whether they would win six or more games was a hundred percent. How is there not even like in 10,000 scenarios? Well, there's no way one? Yeah. they play Mercer. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that? That's what I'm saying. It's ridiculous. They ridiculous at a conference schedule here. Southern Miss has had four coaches in 14 months. They put them on the schedule, and New Mexico State isn't even a D1 school. I mean, they are, but they're not really because you saw they played in the FCS spring uh, season. I mean, you laugh, but like uh, you made you made the point. The spot that's going to be interesting is that Texas A&M, Mississippi State, back to back in two weeks, two successive yeah. week road games, 
And whether it's that they're 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 so focused. I mean, Texas A&M should be a good team. I don't know if I buy it a hundred percent, but and we'll talk about them in a second. But it's that second game against you know, our, when is the last time they've had to do that? Will it feel like? I'm certainly going to be betting Mississippi State that week. Yeah, and 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 that Auburn game at the end the of the season always, at Auburn yeah. could be a little tricky. I don't I don't know. Hopefully. They'll probably win. <laughs> what, are, what are we talking I about? I want to say Auburn's won two of three uh, in, in Jordan Hare. Texas AM win total sitting at nine and a half, plus 105 on the over, minus 125 on the under, six to one to win the division, 11 to one to win the conference, plus 475 to make the college football playoff, minus 800 to miss the playoff. Jimbo, 35 to one to win it all. Kramer, let's kick things off. Texas A and M, where are we at? Uh, I mean, I think they they Colby looking at the schedule here, but they they catch the good schedule. This is a ridiculous schedule they, too, they, man. <laughs> it, it's they catch a. a How about this? How about this? They, they catch the best version of their schedule, dude. and they do have a nice t- warm up game with pra- Prairie View A and M late in the season before at LSU. The the season ends For, November twenty seventh, right? For them, the regular season ends November twenty seventh. Well, November twelfth, as of November twelfth, okay, they would have played at one other college campus. <laughs> That's fucking ridiculous. That's ridiculous. And unbelievable. It's unbelievable to me. It's like, <laughs> how do you do that? Wait, what? They're not playing in Boulder. They it's at the a, NFL stadium. Yeah, they oh, a, they're, they're right. not playing at, at Arkansas. It's, it's in Arlington, which is a home game. game in a way. Cause it's Texas. Yeah. It, it's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous schedule. So that, that is very favorable. And then they, they have November 13th at Ole Miss and then November 27th at, so they have three real road games on, on college campus. The only I'm on the over. I like their uh, tight end Jalen Weidemeyer. 46 catches, 506 yards. Look at, look, look out for him to win the Mackey award Four new offensive linemen for no. Texas A&M. That's that in my little bit of analysis. That was the only red flag O-line of, you. you mean? How about the, uh, the potential freshman quarterback? He's supposed to be good, but I'm saying he's still a freshman. Yeah. No. And, and certainly uh, that could be huge, but Jimbo seems like he's, he's decent yeah. at, at coaching these guys up. But the, the four new offensive line is scary. Cause if they can't give the young quarterback time, then they're going to be in trouble and won't be able to rely on just lighten teams up. That being said, the schedule is so favorable. I I think they go ten and two. Give me the over nine and a half. I'm on the under, and I think I mean the, the I think the the new O line replacing four or five is big, but I'll, you're, you're they have talent there that I think will be okay. But I also think the fresh between that and the freshman quarterback, and I think really the teams that they beat last year, Mississippi State is going to be better. They didn't play Ole Miss last year. They drew Vanderbilt from the other side of the conference. They didn't uh, they didn't play Ole Miss. I think LSU is better than a season ago. Uh, and I just think this team is a team that only beat Vanderbilt by five points. I, I look, I lobbied for them to be in the playoffs last year, but at the same time, when you look at it, you say, man, was that a flash in the pan? Was that kind of just a lot of nonsense happening? I, I'm going to take, I, I think they lose to Bama. They lose uh, at LSU. They've never won at LSU since joining the sec. And then I think they drop maybe one to Auburn, maybe to Ole Miss, maybe to Mississippi state or Arkansas. Yeah, it's it, you got to go over. I mean, and, and I think if you're betting over, you're betting on Jimbo's ability to develop. I mean, they've they've been pretty good at offensive linemen too. And again, you walk through the schedule. Uh, are they are they underdogs in two games? Uh, I would say LSU, but I don't even know that they'd be an underdog by them. But that's I'm my saying, point. Like, we, and, and LSU yeah. could 
like LSU has dumpster fire potential. Oh yeah. We'll get so to that. Next. We'll get to that in a second. I so, had them losing at Missouri though. That's that game after Bama that traditionally sure, maybe everyone you're right. normally uh, loses. I'm just pointing there. out. They're only going to be underdogs in two games. So that's 10 and two to me. Take the over. LSU win total is at eight over minus one thirty five under plus one fifteen ten to one to win the division eighteen to one to win the conference plus eleven hundred uh, to make the uh, college football playoff minus three thousand not to make it forty to one to win it all give me the under eight wins I I gave it out as a lock earlier in the uh, off season at eight and a half it's down to eight probably because of uh, quarterback Miles Brennan he broke his arm mysteriously. Uh, I I don't know what happened, but uh, Colby, you got anything on that? Uh, had had to have had, banana uh, peel. Yeah, completely sober. I'm oil sure. slick on the uh, track. <laughs> Slipped on the McDonald's bag. I, I again, when I watch this LSU team, and we saw it last year, and maybe even this year we'll see it again. Certainly, they recruit great, but I, I think you know, week one when we're going to that LSU UCLA game, that could be a upset for uh, the Bruins. And I think Ellis Coach O, as much as he's fun. The fact that he always tweets out we tigers, I like the guy, but I do think he may have just oh struck God. gold <laughs> with that Joe Brady, Joe Burrow year, uh-huh. kind of everything clicking, it all coming together. I, I think this is like a seven and five team at best. I, I think uh, you know he tried to capture magic. He fired Bo Pelini after that that last year. They had one of the worst defenses in the nation, and he brings in a new OC that has relation to Joe Brady. He was there prior a couple of years ago. But I still think you're right. I have questions. I have questions at the quarterback. Pro- they have a ton of talent. They don't have any back-to-back away games. But I think at the end of the day, they're an eight and four or seven and five team. I don't make. I can't make a case really where they're beating everybody. Nine else. wins. Yeah, um, getting them to nine is tough. Well, you know that you got the Bama loss. Quick, yeah, maybe quick timeline. Uh, they win the national championship. He signs a massive contract. <laughs> Uh, after winning the national championship, he thanks his wife. One month later, files for divorce. <laughs> now seen constantly running shirtless uh, through the streets of. Maybe Coach o a little distracted. So uh, I I think you know you nailed it. He he, he had the season right. At, at, at Coach O has never been a guy that people are stoked to have running their program. He's always been a Plan B. He just ended up showing up. He wooed the right people, and he won a national championship. Do you think he beats his son, the starting quarterback of McNeese, on September 11th? I think this. <laughs> I think a lot of people will try to tell you that this team has like national championship level talent, and they're out of their goddamn minds. It's it's just going to be it. it it's not going to be organized. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a shit show. I know they have talent, but like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Or I guess they. I know they recruit well, but. I just haven't seen it out of this uh, LSU. Team. The answer is like, well, they're home. They're a team, much like we've been talking about in the NFL. That like they're going to benefit a lot from the home field. Yeah, and so perhaps that's it, and perhaps uh, they they can shock people. But I I think, and you look at the schedule, it's like it's a tough schedule on top of that. I think. Yeah, but the out of conference schedule is pretty easy. I mean, if they win at UCLA, which is a big if, but the rest, McNeese, Central Michigan, and ULM. No, McNeese are scrappy. Colby. Yeah. I remember them. <laughs> FCS Does on the team? road a week before bye they're gonna they're gonna lose to Ole Miss I mean they're they're just gonna they lose yeah. they're gonna lose some games they shouldn't for sure Ole Miss sitting at seven and a half on the win total minus one ten over and under fifteen to one to win the division twenty five to one to win the conference uh, twenty five to one to make the college football playoff and then uh, minus ten thousand to uh, miss the college football playoff. Maybe there's maybe that's kind of a fun uh, like hundred to one 
or, or no wait, what is it? Twenty five to one? Eh, that's not quite high enough. But Ole Miss, Lane Kiffin, course back. Obviously, he knows the win total. That will factor into how he plays the season. Yeah. Seventeen starters are back. And again, the defense was so bad and they still hung around in a lot of games and had a good season. If they don't give up 38 points per game, the ceiling for this old miss team could be pretty high. Am I, am I wrong on this Colby? Uh, I'm on the under. Oh, wow. I, okay. I, I just don't think the defense is there yet. I like Durkin as a, as a DC, but I don't think it's there yet. And I think that, you know, they got, they did as much as they stayed in games, they were also fortunate to get some of those wins. Uh, I look at the schedule and it's it's tough. I mean, g- drawing Liberty, their out of conference schedule is actually legit. Louisville opening week, I gave them like a, a I, I see that lines at eight. I think it should be at like two or three. Uh, those are that's a that's an arena football game you're going to watch right there. That's no defenses, two quarterbacks that can can f- can fire it away. Tulane's a decent mid major as well, and and Liberty we know Liberty and Liberty that's Hugh Freeze coming back to the team that fired him. Um, there's a lot of compelling matchups. I mean, is there an offense that you trust more week one, like from the get than Ole Miss lane Kiffin, probably not, but maybe, but I mean, I, you can maybe make the case for you like see my angle. I think when, when you want to talk about like the, I think this, what we're, we're expecting, right? Like we have a ticket for, for, for Matt Corral to win, to win the Heisman at 40 to one, this team is going to come out and has the potential to your point. Like absolute arena league football numbers. And, it, and if, if they accidentally do play a little bit of defense, yeah, that's where I'm at. I do think that they're going to be three and zero coming into Bama and uh, you know, who knows they were able to put up a lot of points on Bama last yeah, year. But they turned that into going into the fourth. They quarter. turned that into a track meet. Who knows? Then you come out of that game and it's Arkansas, Tennessee, very well lost to Arkansas last year. Uh, Barry Odom revenge had, spot. Perfect. Yeah. Lane Kiffin. I, and again. I remember at Tennessee Kiffin coming back as a head coach. They don't like him at Tennessee. Tennessee is not going right? to be in the position to do anything. I'm just saying that crowd <laughs> will be ready for that. Then you have LSU, Auburn, Liberty, a and I mean, I, I like Lane Kiffin this year. I, I think I think his offense is going to be good enough. I think do, they could make a jump to here. make some You're noise I, in some games. I this believe year. in the old Patty C method here of that. If your offense is that good, that means your defense will be that bad. Okay. And, and look the egg bowl on, on Thanksgiving this year, that one, they were fortunate to win it last year. This one's in Starkville with fans. Mm. Give me Sark leech Vegas. to get that one. I think they're going to go six and six, seven and five. And I actually, I think you can make a case where the wheels could fall off. Uh, uh, Lane, we don't know how high, well of a coach. I, I think high variance is fair, but what do you got I lean more Kevin, on the bro. ceiling. Well, I think he's just, you know, I think he's a solid coach, but the solid OC. I don't know about a head coach. We'll see. I like the over. Auburn, win total sitting at seven, plus one hundred on the over, minus one twenty on the under, sixteen to one to win the division, thirty to one to win the conference. 100 to 1 to win it all. Win total sitting at 7. Give me the under 7. This feels like a pretty easy under. Second hardest schedule according to Phil Steele. Again, you watched that Auburn season last year. There was a couple crazy wins which they had no business winning. The biggest thing that I'm on biggest reason I'm on the Auburn under is Bo Nix got engaged. Huge red flag <laughs> getting engaged in college at the quarterback position. Uh he's got to get his head straight, but getting married as a big time SEC quarterback Given up prime uh, prime years <laughs> as a, oh, Matt, your starting quarterback in the SEC college football, looking to settle down. Don't like it, Colby. You're rocking an Auburn jersey. 
<laughs> are you war eagling this over here at seven? I, to me, this is one of the uh, one of my favorite unders actually. Well, this is the one where I feel like they got the number exactly right. I have them oh, projected at seven Jesus. and five, but I think if you if you got to lean one way, you got to lean under just because it's a first year coach. I, I think that is, I mean, but first year coach in the SEC coming from Kobe now six unders in a row. I like team it. team over go. RIP Kramer. What do you got? Uh, I'm also on the under. I think I think this is a situation where if you're taking the over, you're talking yourself into Bo Nix. Maybe <sighs> Bo Nix clearly a guy doesn't have it playing better in a system that he, might might he, enable him a little bit again, better. He got married. He got he asked his girlfriend to marry him. When do you do that? When you know you've peaked. <laughs> Bo Nix has peaked. He also got that sweet nil deal for that sweet tea. You know, oh, I mean, he did? Yeah. yeah. So he's got his some blood sweet sugar is going to be through the roof. <laughs> Guy's going to be in a diabetic coma come week six. Oh man, I, the, the the under an Auburn to me is oh it's just I think you can make a case though because look Akron is about as bad as you can get and then Alabama State out the gate if they're able to beat Penn State now Penn State was not very good last year it, I mean I'm counting on Penn State to be better yeah but if they beat Penn State and then Georgia State they could be four and zero I know they haven't won in Baton Rouge in twenty years but I'm saying will uh, they will they be able to will they is it just because the defense will be that good. For, for 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 Auburn, like is that their win? I, I think actually, or you think the offense will figure something out? Well, I actually think Harson is a better offensive coach than Gus Malzahn. Malzahn's solid, but he's very gimmicky. I think you don't need to do that when you have Auburn's type of talent. And I think you know Bo Nix could actually develop. Another thing is look at the track record of quarterbacks with Gus Malzahn. He was not a very good. Quarterback coach, his system does not really work with with. Look at it with the uh, well, yeah, Stidham. Everything. Look at it, Stidham's numbers at Baylor, and then coming to to to, to Auburn. He, so I think there's a chance where Bo Nix is actually much better this season. But I do think it's a tough schedule. Uh, gun to my head, I think seven and five. But I think if I had to lean one way, I think I lean under. I mean, it's a, you know, he was a five star quarterback recruit. Hasn't looked that way. Hey, so maybe he I'll, can be. Get unlocked here a little bit. And his dad was a famous quarterback at Auburn, Patrick Nix, one of my favorites. Yeah, I just, it, you know, first year coach is going to struggle. Mississippi State win total at six, minus 115 on the over, minus 105 on the under. Lock it up. Hail State, Stark Vegas. Again, if you're a friend of the program, I'm always pounding your over, rooting for you. But actual football reasons, it, you know, pretty simple handicap here. The air raid takes a while to get going. They had no spring practices last year, just no time to prepare. Now they have a full season. He has some returning starters that are familiar with the system. Again, he was pretty high. You heard him on the interview. He was high on Will Rogers and liked what he did. Seems like he has the inside track to win it. Again, a freshman who got a lot of experience now is playing that second year in the in the same. Um, who was the other? Uh, Sophomore that I liked, uh, quarterback wise. Oh, uh, Connor uh, Bazelak out of Missouri. Same reason I'm on him is I, I think Will Rogers has a nice jump here. Sophomore year, give me the give me the over six. I would like five and a half, but I, I don't think they have a losing team this year. Colby, I like the over too. I mean, the out of conference schedule is tough. Uh, I, La Tech, NC State, Memphis. Now Jordan, mm. Tennessee State is. Dude, that's three teams do that you, want, you could lose to. Do you want NC State early in the season though? Probably. This, I'm bullish on this NC State team, unfortunately. But I think that I think there's a chance they, they start out three and We saw what they did to LSU last year, and that was with him and having zero prep. A little revenge spot. Uh, there. And this is also in Starkville. So I mean we you, were you celebrating can make it, that way. <laughs> I can make a case that they're uh three and one or or 
best case scenario four zero out the gate. Then getting Vanderbilt's huge. Anytime you get, get Vanderbilt, that that's amazing. Uh, Kentucky and Starkville winnable. Tennessee, Tennessee State, State though, in uh, November Eddie 20th. George coming to town. I mean, that's a ridiculous game. And then the the Egg Bowl uh, happening on on. I think that's a winnable game this year. So I, I'm going to make the case. You know, seven and five, eight and four. They could do something like that. Watch out. Certainly a, a test to the system. Year two, full off season. Like we're gonna we're gonna hear a lot of bad stuff about. Bad, bad. Sorry, Ryan. Can't hear any of your negativity. I'll take the over. I'm, All right, I'm there not you gonna, go. I'm not going to pick. Can't the fade, coach. Come on, he won't. He won't stop calling in. We won't get to know that guy used to kick for Georgia. Lives on the houseboat. Uh, we do need to track that guy down. Last win total. Save the best for last. Arkansas. Sui. Plus one twenty on the over. Minus one forty on the under. Sixty to one to win the division. Plus one or uh, one hundred and thirty to one to win the conference. Again, poor Arkansas. Number one toughest schedule. Nineteen returning starters. Uh, n- number two on my list, buddy. <laughs> okay, number two Sorry. on my list. All right. Who is number one? Stanford. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so number two according to the database. Nineteen <laughs> returning starters. They did have two close losses. My instinct says to fade them here, but Colby, what, what, what's your take on Arkansas? Oh, I'm on the under. Lock this thing. Yeah, really? This is a uh, uh, look. They, they're crazy. They're crazy. I mean. Playing a triple option team in between Texas and Texas A and M, and a triple option team that makes a bowl every year. Yeah, Georgia uh, Southern's good. Yeah, you're penciling. Ask, ask Florida about playing Georgia Southern. Uh, this is, I mean, I'm giving them the, a win against Rice, a, a win against Georgia Southern. But those, I mean, I guess Rice is going to be a win. But Georgia Southern, you could lose is that, that a game. Win? They're getting a lot of people. Isn't Georgia, isn't Georgia Southern one of the teams that has a shitload of players back? Like no, no, Georgia se- Southern is a team that I would not want to play, especially between Texas and Texas A and M. You know the triple option can be a pain in the ass. But then you add in the fact that they have two sets of back to back away games. Mm. They've done they have more sets of back to back away games than Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, and Oklahoma have done in six years. So <laughs> think mean, about that. Um they end and, the season with Alabama. The truth is out there. I mean, they essentially have three road games in a row. Think about that. They're playing Texas A and M at in Arlington at Jerry's World, right? Yeah. Then, when you break down the schedule more, our Arkansas under just makes so much. Then sense. at Georgia, then at Ole Miss, then they come home to face Auburn. Fucking horrible. Then you get at LSU and at Bama. Is there a worse back-to-back stretch as far as talent? The 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 chances of them even pushing at six seems high. We should. This is pro. This might need to be a lock. Yes. Now, now that I. There's not many winnable games there, uh, especially like you take it and say, well, they could probably beat Missouri. No, uh, they're coming off of a back-to-back away game against LSU and Alabama. They're going to get beat up, and then it's a shorter week to play Missouri. It's a horrible spot. Uh, well, you break it down every every single angle. Really, you, the SEC is going to have to add a bunch of scrub teams. We're gonna we're gonna hear about. <laughs> well, they you know, do. They they normally schedule them in November. They're FCS teams. Like they're going to need to right? get like. <laughs> Some some like Bay Area representation, Ryan. The the shade thrown in this uh, SEC episode is just off the charts. Uh, the scheduling, the, it's ridiculous. I feel sorry for Arkansas. There's, Five years. Their from athletic now. director complained last year because they gave him a horrible a horrible deal. Yeah, guess and then what? It's like here, here's some more shit. Do you want right? your check or not? <laughs>
<laughs> do you want your check or not? It's just ridiculous. All right, let's close it out with a. Uh, why don't we do two locks, one from each, and then a dog uh, from the wow. entire SEC? Just giving out all just as mi- locks for days, huh? Speaking of dogs, make sure you check out underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGP, and get your free $25 entry into Best Ball Mania 2 for your chance to win $1 million. Kramer, lock it up. What do you got out of the East win total? I think we just, oh, I was going to start with the West. Lock up Feel Arkansas. Free. That 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 felt very obvious. Arkansas under. Okay. Under six. And then, you know what? I'll, I'll be a little different. I'm going to lock up Kentucky to go over here. I think, okay. uh, I think Stoops gets that extension to 2027, a little escalator clause, maybe a hundred K extra there. And then uh, I'm going to lock up or right, that's two locks yeah, and throw, then, throw out a dog, some you know, sort of long shot to make the playoff to win. This is the most predictable conference, dude. It's Georgia versus Alabama in the SEC. Well, maybe maybe yeah. parlay some win totals. There's other ways to get to dog prices here. I, I think what you do this year is you uh, the SEC to not have two teams get in this year with the way the the news is being like w- with the flow of college football right now. You're telling me I can get plus odds on a second team from the conference to get mm. into the playoff, uh, a team that doesn't play Alabama in the regular season. So if, if Texas A and M pops their head up, maybe I think Georgia, their path is clear. I'm shot. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised to see that make the playoffs is plus one seventy. I think we all agree that they're, they're pretty, uh, Sean doesn't like the quarterback as, as, as much as you and I Colby, but for them to even go 10 wins would be kind of shocking. So I think they'll be, uh, in no, the, I think the case would be, he gets injured. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're, they'll make the playoff. And so g- getting plus odds on, on that is great. So you have Georgia to make the playoffs. Yeah. Plus one seventy. Okay. All right. I'm uh here's what I got for the East lock. Hmm. Give me uh a Tennessee under that feels, yeah, that feels too fire. good. And under six, for my uh, for the West, I'm I'm with you, Kramer. I really like Arkansas under, yeah. but I, I'm gonna just keep rocking LSU. Sorry, sorry, Coach O. Under eight for LSU. For my dog though, making it optimistic. Give me the Florida Gators to win the SEC East at plus four hundred. Let's fucking go, Colby. Um, what do you got? That's I'm, hot. I'm, I mean, it's getting warm in here. We need some hot. <laughs> well, hey, if JT Daniels was to get injured. Then I think it's anyone's anyone's division. Doesn't Georgia have just enough talent to? You know, no, the Stetson Bennett. Mm. Uh, Stetson Bennett sucks. Uh, he got some good experience last year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on my lock is Missouri on the over on okay. uh, in the East, and then on the West I got to do Arkansas under six. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's. Aside from that, my dog. Um, what is it? Plus two fifty. Or what was it to to win the national championship for Alabama? Is that a dog? Yeah, that's a yeah. dog. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty obvious. I think it's. Good. I think this is not a a very like. like maybe you make the case A and M upsets Bama. They have a tiebreaker, but uh, besides that, I don't see it's Georgia Bama. I think in the SEC championship, there won't be. I don't think there'll be much of a shakeup. I mean, the average win, Bama's beaten A and M eight straight times by an average of twenty three <laughs> points per game. So I, I'm not going to test that yet. Even though and, and Jimbo Fisher talks shit. This offseason, no, Saban's going to have that circle. Why would you talk shit yeah. on Alabama? Yeah. And and you always have to factor that into the handicap when I pop open my my gambling notebook and I see uh, bet against guys named Jimbo. <laughs> Jimbo, 
This is a really fun name uh, to say. All right, that'll do it for the SEC college football preview win totals podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Make sure you check out the college football experience, giving you all those 130 uh, team previews. Every single goddamn team is covered. Download the SGPN app. We got massive contests coming for the fall in football. And uh, drop us a rating and review on the Apple Podcast on the app itself. Drop us a five star rating or review for your chance to win every Monday. Hashtag Merch Monday. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean stacking the money green, and he is Ryan. If you did believe in JT Daniels, you could get him at 12 to 1 to win the Heisman. Kramer, let it ride.